Greetings, citizens, and welcome to episode 80 of Paranoia, Fight Together or Die a Clone. As of right now, we are now on hiatus for four weeks. This episode is live on the 29th of January, which means that there will be no episodes in February. The 5th, 12th, 19th, and 26th will not have an episode, and then in March, on the 5th, we will resume as normal, or until everyone dies. I have discussed the reasons for this in episode 72, and also in episode 72 was the first part of the second Q&A that we have done, and this episode is going to be the rest of that Q&A. I have cut out all of the part at the beginning, which is just me talking about the stuff that I just talked about, like having a brief hiatus and stuff like that. If you want a full refresher on the situation, then you can go back and listen to that if you want to. I will be including the answers to the first couple questions that we did, uh, just so that we can have all the questions in one nice episode. But if you remember those, or if you listen to them very recently, you can just skip ahead to uh, 16 minutes, 30 seconds. That is when you will finish hearing the questions that were already answered at the end of episode 72, and you will start hearing the new stuff. And while I'm talking about um, jumping around in timestamps, just um, just so you know, there's a little bit of spicy content in this episode. Consider this your content warning. There's going to be two content warnings, one now and one right before the thing. There will be some fairly non-specific discussion of sexual assault. We're not going to be discussing something that happened in real life. We're discussing something that happened in a game. We do not condone any kind of sexual assault in games, and especially not in real life. Uh, we're going to be talking about a time that it did occur in a game uh, with someone who, non-coincidentally, we do not play with anymore. And uh, because we dislike this person and the uh, things which they brought to our game, we will be discussing them and the subject matter they brought up somewhat crudely. But uh, yeah, I felt I should bring that up at the beginning in case you skip around, especially because this is an episode where I specifically mentioned that you could skip around if you wanted to. It certainly is an interesting story that we're going to be telling, but like I mentioned, that is at 42 minutes, so for now, let's get underway with the Q&A. Here's, here's the first question. This is for everybody. Um, if you had to play as a different party member in this paranoia, who would you want to be playing? Oh, like God. their character? Yeah, if you had to play someone else's character. Please. And presumably you'd have to be as faithful to it, their character as you can be, not just like you get their sheet and do whatever you want. It's oh, bees. Uh, it's bees? Yeah, bees is like an unkillable scion like maniac. I've had fun with the scions in the past. And, uh, she has an actual good mutant power to go along with it other than the garbage one that I had. You had like three different mutant powers. Yeah, I am actually all... very okay. happy in my position. Do I have to pick someone else? No, this is if you had to pick someone else, who would you pick? Uh, Fritter. Damn, that was my answer. <laughs> like, because you want, want to be his character, or so that you wouldn't have to play? <laughs> I think I would love uh, Fritter's interactions with the insect. Yeah, you do really good with those. Fritter did a great job, too, but I, I'd be interested to see how you respond, because I think you get maybe killed. I don't know, I think Fritz's like, strategy is just to like, go, huh, what, huh, huh, what, and then... <laughs> like secretly, he's like twirling his mustache, going, "I'm only pretending to not know what's going on." I'm only. I I would say that started. some of that is not pretend. No, I'm aware Ram, that most what, of it is not. Did pretend. you answer the question yet? Ram? No, uh, I guess. Okay. Um. So yeah, there was a disconnection uh, with the recording. We're gonna just go back from Ram. This may or may not be recorded, but Ram, you were saying. Um, I was saying that, that it might be, you, you know... Being, playing a lightbulb character would be awful, but then we were saying that you have, indeed, in a previous game, uh, when lights dropped out, you played his character and your character at the same time, although that was played by post, so it was a bit easier. That was great. Did that you know, happen? It yeah, did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, um... Conway. No, I, I mean, Conway. like... I don't... I just don't remember... I, mean, I, I remember you, like, puppeting him around a little. I did yeah. schemes. No, I took full... I took full... I was assumed oh, full was, control. Was assuming direct assuming control direct there. Control. Yeah. It was incredible. We had I had a good adventure. But yeah, in Paranoia, who would you who would you be? In Paranoia, I guess it would be the Lights character, because I kind of want to know how I'd play it differently, honestly. Because, like, with the scenic yeah. scenarios he gets in, cause being, having been, you know, like, a side character in some of his little adventures, I'm like, wow, mm. that could have been really differently if maybe something, we hadn't done something like that. You know, that would be fun. Interesting. Look, I think that my solutions might not be the best solutions, but that's just because they didn't work. Also, a lot of them aren't solutions. That's because they didn't work. 
Perhaps sync can be said of all religions. Yeah. All Look, right. the only now difference between a great idea to let's go to the next, whether you're let's go to the next question now. Also, also, I will say everybody Wait, has made the correct decision did, uh, not to play my character. Did B's answer? Did you did? Didn't you? I said I didn't want to change my character, and Ooh. then you said you, can't you should. Say that. You uh, no, you have to pick something. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh. In the past, I probably would have picked Kyle because I thought his mutant power is really cool. Mm. Um. I guess I'd probably still pick Kyle because everyone else seems like they're in pain. Smart. True. Are you sure I don't, don't just have an extremely high pain threshold? If you have an extremely high pain threshold, then I would have an extremely high pain threshold. So, uh, okay, now I we're going to move on. Fuck character. you. So what? what is your... Fa- I don't know. I think we might have already asked something similar to this in the previous one, but what is your favorite society to play as, and what is your favorite power to play as? Um, We've only played like three or four times. So SCCCP is probably plenty, what I said uh, last time, what I was going to say. Um, mm-hmm. And that they have a wide berth from like, uh, hello, I am a Jehovah's Witness going door to door, love the computer, to uh, I'm going to worship the anti-computer and bring about the end of Alpha Complex. And I think that they're all hilarious. It's pretty good. Um, in terms of mutant power, um, I don't know the mutant powers because I have not read the book that I'm not allowed to read. Well, you've had several by now and you've seen yeah, several. But... So I would I would extend this even to like you could say a society or a power that even if you've never had it, if you know enough about it to say that you could say that you you would like it. Do I know enough about electroshock? Uh, yeah, I don't you know. Want, I feel like you... there's a lot of boring powers that are just like do damage with hands. I feel like the utility. There there are a lot of variants of do damage with hands. I can think there's of a really fire, a lot of good ice. utility powers, but I think you can. I think that those are things that you can do utility with. You I know? I still think one of the most fun things in paranoia for me was the combination of uh x-ray powers and just you know i mean just x-ray, x-ray powers in general are just great fun to have but uh, the combination of x-ray powers and sonic weapons yeah. sonic weapons can go through, so, go through surfaces and that was had a lot of fun that, with that that was great that was incredible in mm. fact is there a stretchy power i want a stretchy power i had a shrinking power There's once it was pretty awesome power mm. Uh, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like I want to reach something and I just can't reach it and then my arm stretches a little bit further. I think, man, what I want to play and what I think is the most fun are completely different. I think the romantics would be the most fun, but I would never want to voluntarily play them. Mm. Weren't you the romantic that like loved swords? Yeah, I think learning the that romantic. Was no, that was Ram, and I, I don't think it was romantic. real either. And it was no, fake. That, that, yeah. was just, was fake. that was just what he was pretending. It's my deep cover. I don't think yeah, players met romantics that romantic. get into like weeb sword fights with each other. I think a romantic would be really fun, like to learn the stuff. But yeah, it would not be like an exciting like play. Like actually doing the things would suck. But learning the romantic lore would be hilarious. I think yeah. it could be fun. It heavily depends on what you get because the romantics have such a wide berth. They they could range from. Well, I, I wouldn't pick something stupid because I don't yeah. pick stupid things usually. Oh, so you fudge the rolls. <laughs> I do not fudge the rules unless I'm saying that I fudge the rules. As I've mentioned a hundred times, I did not fudge any rules for what societies you got this game uh, or for what powers you got this game. Although I would have if you all rolled like the same society because that wouldn't have been as interesting for the listeners. That's also because it's not fun. You wouldn't have gotten as much right. It would have been really funny, I think, for like the first you know ten episodes, and then extremely unfunny. After and then that. it's boring. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it can be interesting for the players. For a while, but you know, you could you could do interesting stuff behind the scenes with it, but it more work. Uh, God, what secret society would I want to be in? What's my favorite one? I guess. Uh, I I gotta say, being in the science sounds kind of interesting. Um, not sure. Brain fascists. Yeah, I the brain fascists. Oh, uh, but <sighs> death leopards is all the way. I, I'm sorry, they're just the best. They're so they're science so fun. Is just. It just seems like an unfun version of Purge. I'm um, the Purge fanboy. I feel like I did Scions dirty, I, I will admit. I don't feel like I gave these quite enough interesting stuff. I did try, but like I have a lot of things to juggle, and sometimes I just don't get something to be quite as interesting. Um, um, I will say that my Scion missions were things like um, try to expose everybody on your team to as much radiation as possible so they can develop cool mutant powers. That one was really and that's fun. That's great. That is funny. That could have been like uh, reused pretty easily in the uranium. Yeah, one. I, w- I probably should have reused that, but I don't know. Yeah, a version of reusing. Uh, and then yeah. for mutant power, I don't know. Um, hard to say, honestly, because I don't know too many of them. Um, I'm trying to think of other mutant powers I've seen. 
I've had some uh, like you know what, you completely know the, amazing ones. You know what the great one was that I that I had in a previous one was I had one where I could make things bigger and I used it with swords and stuff. That was great. I made antennas longer so I could get better signals. That didn't work out for me well. That well, really it did work, backfired. but it had consequences beyond your comprehension. I mean, I comprehended. I want to know these consequences. Uh, I listen. There is a bunch of remote control explosives, and I I made the antenna really big, so I detonated all of them. The signal went a lot farther than it was supposed to. Which episode was that? That was no, that was the previous campaign. No, no, I know, but like, uh, I I, I Uh, meant to say game. Like, what that was was the the mission? That was when you had to go through the, uh, like the communist battlefield, and like you had the fake. Oh, like the 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 fake battlefield that was real. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was funny because that was a punishment mission for something else, and the person who who gave it to us basically gave us a tiny short-range thing. It's like, stand in front of this and, and press the button to blow it up, because oh, they right. wanted it to blow up. And yeah. I was like, oh, I'll trick them, but instead I blew up the entire fucking sector or some shit. <laughs> oh, I remember that. That was our final... We, like, oh, went underground after that. A lot of people went underground. Well, there was one episode after, no. because then we, had, then we had Legs 2.0. Yeah, and that then we went underground. That Legs not- 2.0 <laughs> wasn't the end. The last one, leg, I, right? I think I Lex 2 was one. the final mission, wasn't it? It was, yeah, because I didn't kill Kyle. I didn't know he was the enemy, and yeah, I didn't Rand kill him. Ram got eradicated. Yeah, my guys killed me. Anyway, uh, you'll never know about this, listener. Sorry. Secret lore. Uh, we'll get to that someday. Uh, okay, I think that's good for that question. All right. Uh, questions for the Game Master. Can you tell us what's going on with Dr. Elroy? No. Tell me. Can you share from an older mission from the start of the podcast what you intended to happen versus what the players made happen? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's been it's been long enough. You can tell. Us. Yeah, I mean, let, let's. I, think I apologize. We have talked about a couple of these. One second, let me open something. I definitely have to apologize <laughs> for my role in uh, skewing everything. Tell them about how Ram tried to how you tried to kill Ram and we wouldn't let you kill him. So recently, I released um, a, a public version of my documents for mission one where I, I put in some edits to my horrible notes so that it's readable and other people can play it if they want to. Um, so I think that maybe I'll discuss something in that, um, yeah. which was, you guys, I don't think you know this at all, but you know the, the bot manager, right? Sure. Who was from, which stealing man- the uranium mission? from the, the uranium, uh, uranium yeah. The traitor one, right? So he was actually taking the uranium out himself. He had a mutant power to uh, ingest anything. Uh, and then he was sneaking it out, uh, but he had programmed the robots not to scan him. Because wait, but doesn't, also... the, doesn't the mutant power where you ingest anything cause you to digest the thing? The mutant power? Well, there's actually a digest anything and ingest anything, believe it or not. Those are two separate powers. How often? Um, but yeah, uh, because there's also other people who work on the bots, so he couldn't have them, he couldn't have the bots carry it out, because then other people might find it, or they might find the r- huge radiation inside the bots and wonder what's going on. So he had to take it out himself, but he made... The bots not scan him or scan him and replace it with fake data. But you guys skipped all of that because, um, due to reasons, you you just you just kind of ousted him. We just did oust. We were just like, yeah, fuck that guy. (laughs) Yeah, you just kind of got you guys got onto the robot train and you didn't get off and you got him. uh, We got him. Listen, I I think we're expert detectives. We're all expert detectives in this in this little crew. The other, the other time, um, which I'm sure you all remember fondly, is when Kyle called Insect to do a uh, like a bio bomb. <laughs> yes. on, oh, on the, the, on the... Site in Mission Four. Yeah. yeah, that was not intended gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine it was. I had an entire. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you about this generally. Uh, I might still use it, but it'll still be funny if I use it. There was going to be. There was going to be a third test in the mission after the second test which was the securing the location and that was um that was the was it like the search and rescue or like the the rescue um there was going to be an obstacle course um full of dangerous stuff and you had to get through it and then there were a bunch of um ragdolls uh like infrared life-size infrared ragdolls and you'd have to grab them and then get through another part of the obstacle course and you had to get as many as you can out as efficiently as you could without injuring yourself or would them. Would it have just been like a bunch of agility checks? Uh, well, you could have done that, but that would have been boring. Um, there there were different things, and you would have to uh, come up with, with clever solutions for how to get through all of them. Uh, and those are the, I'm not going to tell you those because I want to reuse those those ideas at some point. But there there would have been 
some interesting stuff. And your your um your good friend uh Bretford was going to uh sneak a bunch of supplies and munitions onto the course for you to refuel at at the midway point so that you wouldn't run out of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and then there was gonna be uh an incident when Vulture Squad went through and uh they were gonna blow everything up on their way and they were also gonna blow up the, the hidden container full of the munitions. And that would have blown a hole in the floor, and then you guys were going to... So we still would have gotten a hole in the floor and gone There, there was going to end up with a hole in the floor. So um, extremely conveniently, you guys decided to go with a hole in the floor, so I didn't actually have to fudge anything. Uh, when you I was so everything. excited to get back down there. I was literally, I was, I was quaking in my little boots the whole time so, I was So it there. was going to end up with a hole in the floor. Um, and, like, I, I guess maybe I, I somehow subtly got you guys to make a hole in the floor. I definitely, like... I did. I did the GM thing where if you guys suggested something like maybe we can get out through the ceiling, I probably would have gone hmm. And if you said maybe we can get out through the floor, I probably went hmm. I don't actually remember what I did, but you know, I was pr- I was probably doing stuff like that. But it was pretty convenient, and I didn't really lead you guys by the nose. So I mean, we were in a we were in a box, and the box of glass was surrounded by acid that was eating through the glass. Yeah. and we didn't want to go outside of the box. So we went through the floor, which made sense. Yeah, it wasn't like uh oh we should get out through the ceiling. We're like oh there's acid out there. I want to be away. Leave the acid zone. Good stuff. Funny. So the next question is actually the same question we just answered, which is um, things that we planned but didn't do because players went off and did their own things. Um, let's see. Secrets you couldn't tell us about before and didn't have a good place to put in until now. Yeah, tell me some secrets. Yeah, tell yeah. me all the secrets. Well, why don't you guys tell us your secrets? Do you have any secrets that you uh. haven't revealed to anybody? But um, <laughs> no, can now reveal. But that you can now reveal because they don't matter anymore. I've told all my secrets to somebody. What can I reveal? Oh, Jesus, it's been so goddamn long that I don't have my character sheet in my history. Well, what could I good. reveal? Like, at that, Did like, you guys do any treasonous know. shit in the early missions that you don't care if the other players know now? You want to reveal anything? Get something off There's your, nothing off that I chest? feel comfortable telling them. Uh, really? Nothing? Not, not even a little bit? Let's see. What secrets would I be comfortable telling everyone? Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of things I don't want to tell just so it can be revealed at the end, but yeah, we do like to save everything for the end. Uh, and also, like <laughs> these secrets, uh, the, the the viewers would know already. Like, I I don't think like yeah, but the, player... the the reactions you would have would be pretty funny. Um, I let me see. I mean, I'm I'm looking to see if there's anything I can tell now, but I don't know. I'm trying to remember the secret shit I did early on that I can actually talk about. I um, I don't think I want to answer the question. I'm gonna mulligan. Hmm. You tell us the secret. I'll tell you a secret, but someone has to tell me a secret first. About what? You know okay, all the secrets. Okay, I'll tell you what my mutant power was. Nah, it's, that, that doesn't count, no. That's how secret he knows it. A secret to you. To okay, me? I'll tell you a secret. Um, when you did that thing when you first got Voidbot and all the checks light up, uh, and he was like, I couldn't have possibly... Fooled the checks. Uh, that was a lie. He actually could fool the checks. Did you know that? That was a secret. I have no idea what you're referring to. We were not present. I know for that what he's secret. referring to. Um. Okay. So uh, he, we probably never actually fixed him. Then he just fixed the fake those checks. Then yeah. I mean, you fixed you fixed the parts of him that he actually needed fixed. But uh... everything else is fake. It's not fixed. Oh yeah, everything else was void behind yeah, he his... definitely he definitely has not has had his fucking asimov checks fixed no i'm, I'm sure I'm, i mean i don't think we believe that when we first uh fixed him so yeah speak, i don't think you know? did either that's that's why i told you is because it's a it's a secret it's a quote-unquote secret um i think that this question will be satisfied in the future because i the first session that i've prepared for when we start playing again um is called uh there are too many loose plot threads um and that that session is designed to fix some of that. There are too many loose thought threads. It's gonna be it's gonna be a real blast. Is that uh, like so oh, you'll, you'll oh, your no. then. Is that before mission seven? Yeah, that's right before mission seven. We're gonna do oh, that Christ. as a warm up uh, and wrap up. Listen, what a mess. What a mess. Wait, I'm uh, sorry. We're in so much trouble. Do they know they don't even know about the, the, the our big friend? And the hostages. Oh no, they do because we did to that one. We found the big friend, friend and the hostages. The the hostage <laughs> yeah, the crab. They know about the crab, right? Oh, the, they, the know, crab they know. They know about the crab. Yeah, yeah, because they said they did. Yeah, we saw victim and victimy or whatever. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 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 
Um, uh, let's see. Funny, interesting, crazy stuff that happened in previous campaigns. Well, we just talked about some of that. All right. We- so th- uh, there was a campaign, oh god, where Ram was on his first clone for fucking ever. And not because of so much because... Oh yeah, because he was just fucking like a meat puppet. <laughs> it was not for want of Goss's uh, efforts. Because Goss put Ram through the ringer, but we would not as a party let him die. Uh, by the end, he was a burnt mummy without skin. I think a like a plastic jaw. A yep. He was he was definitely in a chair. He was confined to a wheelchair that one of us pushed around. I was piggybacking on people half the time. I was the mobile assault platform. He, he was like literally just like like this stuffed animal, basically that we dragged around with us. He may I have was been rotting. Miss- I believe he was missing a hand. Yeah, I had like a little. I think I had like a little. I had like, I had a bunch of like fake hands. He had a fake, fake finger hand, things. Yeah. Finally, got him by having a big biohazard chest that said don't open this and he opened it no it wasn't it was already open i closed it i closed it remember I and just touching, got me. touching think, is what got me i think what, you touched it that, that's what got you yeah. yeah i closed it because i was like this is gonna kill us so i closed it and then oh my god i finally remember my password okay we're good let's see what my <laughs> notes were that's the secret i rem- give them your password <laughs> yeah i remember Look, it's uh, not my fault that i use like 50 fucking different passwords on every website I think That's we spent basic like password security. That sounds like it might be your fault. I think we spent like five or ten percent, or at least I spent like five or ten percent on the last roll to try and save Ram with medical. Yeah, but I had no medical that game, so I spent like a good portion of time begging someone else to make the roll for me, and no and one, no one would do it. No one they, would do they it. Didn't. They didn't. They didn't he want me to live. He was a corpse already. He should have let me. I could have lived. Beyond we would have. We would have been good. Beyond the point. What else has happened that was like, just like? Incredibly Absolutely. funny. Oh boy, it's time to go. I don't know if oh, that's like oh funny boy, to... It's time to go. <laughs> that might that's certainly still I'm not sure if it's as funny in retrospect. There, there it's was just, it's very funny to us, I think. Yeah. Okay, there was a mission... um, I've got a secret for you guys. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um you know that big ass truncheon I carry around? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you know that half the time I replaced that with a big pool toy? No. Pool like like an inflatable Like uh like it's uh one of those yeah, like a flotation device. A pool noodle. That's very Why? funny. In case you steal it, because you've got gravity hands. I'm not going <laughs> to steal your shit. Come We're on. not. That that's something that happened in an old uh, campaign that we the oh lights. God. Oh um, my god! Where we were having like the grab ass like contest, and then lights was like, "Here are a thousand letters of fan mail." Yeah. Oh uh, boy, there, that was well, bad. There, when we started this, this game. People would just try to use sleight of hand to take things out of each other's inventories all the time for quest items, useful items, weapons, anything. And eventually, I did, like people would say, "Okay, we have to do fucking pocket checks every two minutes." And eventually, I was just like, "Okay, listen, nobody's allowed to do this shit anymore. Ever like you literally, nobody can do this anymore unless you have a quest which explicitly requires you to sleight of hand something off of someone else. Stop fucking doing it. We lost and, our you know, psychoanalyze privilege." Without going into uh, too much detail, psychoanalyze is a skill in Call of Cthulhu, and uh, for similar reasons to the reasons we just discussed, I had to uh, forbid players from using this skill for a couple of games, and it's a tradition that's just kind of continued on indefinitely because people can't stop using it wrong. There's nothing wrong with excluding certain things that are in the game book from your game if you don't really like how they play or don't like them for any other reason. Although I would recommend being careful about what you remove, and just keep in mind what kind of things it could change in the game. Uh, For example, if you remove the ability to attack in Dungeons & Dragons, you might be favoring some of the classes who don't usually make attack rolls. You know, you're a clever person, I'm sure you can figure out what I'm talking about. In in some ways that's, like, unfun, but in other ways, like... It was unfun already. It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't... It doesn't matter. Like, it's it's such a specific thing, and people are getting so focused on it. And when you take that away, then everything becomes cool again. And a man's inventory I mean, is more sacred than his life. You can't take his items. Yeah. Yeah. It's really rude. You gotta kill him first, and then you can take something, but, you know. But then, we, one of the solutions to that was we had a pocket check, and um, we were looking for, like, a specific piece of paper. Like, I can't remember what we were specifically looking for. But in preparation for the pocket checks that were happening constantly, Lights wrote like 300 letters to himself of fan mail 
and put them in his pockets and then like mix the other, the important thing in with it. So um, a different player who doesn't play with us anymore um, pulled out the thing and she was like rifling through the letters and it was just like, wow, I love you so much. <laughs> it was so dumb. It was so bad. I'm glad that we've all grown as players. Um, we can... And I'm pretty sure that was when he was playing have, you specifically. Have we talked about the train fight? Yes, I, we have definitely yeah. talked about the train fight. Yeah, the train fight was, was um, incredible. I've got I've got a horrendous secret, but nobody will be my friend if I say it. You can say, say, it. say it anyway. Um, whenever we're spending perversity on something stupid, I just say I don't have any perversity. I think a lot of you. Do Everybody that. does that. Good. I've never done that. <laughs> I've gone in a jet, so I could give you guys perversity. You can give. You can get that. Kyle, Kyle is Kyle is no. the team leader, the heart of the Sorry. party. We can always Kyle trust Kyle. Kyle's like Kyle's our priest. Kyle's like our Palpatine. He's like our Palpatine. We go up to him and we tell him we tell him our secrets and we say, Kyle, please help us. And Kyle says, Okay, I'll help you. Lord, we can get back to funny stories, but let's do a couple other questions because there's only a few more. Yeah, and we can yeah. pretty much constantly go for funny stories. Yeah. Yeah. It's a so, funny game. Um, so this this is one I think you'll all find interesting. Um oh, yeah. since paranoia is a high stress game, how quickly are you able to get a good sense of whether or not a a player can handle paranoia or not? Jesus. I would say, like, immediately. Like, if somebody comes out of, like, the first session and is like, that was not fun, then you know they don't like it. I mean, like, here's my thing. is like, I think that players need to be more open if they aren't having fun. Because I feel like that there are some people who do not have the personality type that lets them say, I'm not having fun. And they just sit there and be miserable. And, like, I think as a GM, you need to kind of, like, be able to spot those people and say, yo, you're miserable. You're not engaging with the game. Uh, are you sure this is for you? I think but do it uh, like in a non dick way. Everything I say sounds like I'm a dick, but uh, well, yeah. don't don't be like that. I would I say don't. that probably within an hour of gameplay, I could tell if something if it's absolutely not for them. Although there's still people who can engage with the game. I mean, even if they're not having really fun, want to. yeah, yeah. Here's the and thing: that's harder. I think it's easy to tell when someone's not being isn't directly engaged. I'm not sure, like at least with a, I can't really say I know how to gauge if someone's having fun. Like, Jake, for example, has plenty of fun, but he does not engage at fucking all. Yeah. It's true. Yes. Uh, I guess I can, Jake, you can Jake tell if somebody's miserable. Jake has played a couple of games with us. Yeah. Oh, Jake has played a couple of games with us, but he's, he's, he does not engage very much, but he does... He has fun. He's not having a bad time. He's just not... You know, but, but, yeah, like you could definitely tell if somebody's having fun. And also, I, yeah, I think what Kyle said, it's very important to be like, I'm not having fun. Like, if this is not the game for you, you need I to be able to that. say that. But we tend to play with people who can say that. Like, we're friends. Yeah. So if somebody's like, this is completely miserable for me, they tell us and they don't play this game with us. You know your friends better than I know your friends. You should use your best judgment. Mm-hmm. And I guess also, like... Like you, it's 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 a it's a game. Like the person running it has the leeway to make it as stressful or as not stressful as That's they kind true. of want I, it to be. I do. I, you, I do have been a running slider to adjust people's stress levels, and you've been I did put high stress at times. I put someone's stress levels too high uh, in this game at one point, mm-hmm. um, but I think I've only made that mistake one time. And what the hell part of it was kind of a misunderstanding. Yeah. Um, when you said that, are you playing the Force Anarchy theme? <laughs> uh, well, uh, no, I don't think it was talking okay. about Fritter. I, Fritter. Fritter legitimately just had scheduling issues, I believe. I mean, Fritter yeah. he might not have been having a, the greatest of times as well. It's possible. Um, I don't think it's his favorite game, but he doesn't dislike it. Like we we have players I think, who dislike yeah. it. I no, he had fun. I think he I likes just, it. Um, I don't think he, he likes things saddled with plot important things. I don't think he likes to yeah. force any capacity to carry anything game related. But he has plenty of fun. True, but 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 really, he just he had a lot of shit to do, and he could not keep up with yeah. all the side stuff. But I think I think we're all having fun. I think we're all yeah, stress levels are well, recalibrated. This, this is definitely the the I would say like the five people of our group of players that enjoy this game the most, which is why we're here doing this. I mean we had one person who literally just like they they can't play it because it's so stressful. Like they're like, no like it like we don't I don't have fun when I play this game because yeah. it's so stressful to me. And they they didn't play it this time around. And I also think, I'm, I'm sorry, I know we're taking a long time on this question, but I do think that there's like a learning curve with paranoia. Like I used to, like, I love this game very much personally, but I also used to, despite loving it, have like, it was too stressful for me, and but I still loved it. So I just rubbed my face against it anyways. Um, and I had yeah. to learn to like chill the fuck out. 
Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like all, all all of our players here today, as well as others who have played Paranoia, started out not not quite so good at being able to handle this and play it in a way that doesn't piss everyone off or piss themselves off. But we've gotten to the point where actually we've no, reached perfect. that. So 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 don't be like don't be disheartened if you're playing Paranoia and it's not like going as well as it does on someone's podcast or or YouTube thing because. You have to get you do have to get used to the game if you haven't played it before. It's it's a startling adjustment to make, but you can There's not a lot of PVP table tabletop. Like in yeah, general. You can become much more proficient at it and at being reasonable at it if you if you apply yourself. And the secret to having fun at Paranoia is to uh form up the crime squad real early because let me tell you, it gets a lot of fun. Uh if you can. And also it can backfire in your face and get you killed. Which is just yeah. incredible. I, I'm actually going to say something that contradicts what a lot of what we're saying, but I think we're playing this a bit too friendly at times. Yeah, like, I, I feel like I you, you guys are certainly playing it very friendly, but I'm we've, trying my best to make sure that you can't get away with that all the time. We've 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 basically put enough, we've accidentally put gu- enough guns in each other's hands and pointed them directly at our faces that we have to play it kind of friendly because if one person we, goes, it's yeah. a domino effect of everybody getting erased instantly. That There's, is true. Like you no have definitely survived. reached that point. Erasure at best, I'll say. Who I don't knows? know. Um, if I, can I just take a poll? Yeah. Um, sure. If you got vanned, would you ride everybody else out? No. No. If you got vanned as a result of somebody riding you out and you didn't know who, would you ride everyone else out? If I didn't know who, no. If I had but a pretty it, good idea. It would idea. depend on like what got me vanned. Because there are certain if, things where I'm like, this is really uncool. How dare you do this? But if, the, if there... There are other you just got vanned. Like, you don't have any information other than somebody ratted you out in this group. The thing yeah, about being vanned, the thing about being vanned in this group, though, is that the in, the people who would be interrogating you are going to have suspicions about other people in the group, and they're going to be trying to play the angle of like, "Hey, this person ratted you out by telling you weird." I'm just going to tell you straight up that um, if I got ratted out by one of you, I'm I'm going nuclear. Yeah. Uh, if 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 the investigators were lying and saying you know like shit that let me to believe it was one of you, I'd be like, oh, that person's going down with me." Let's but go. I also think that, like, be- we have this concept of, like, people are going to, like, lose their goddamn shit. Like, like the meltdown is a domino effect. I don't think it... And, and I think Lights is right that we're playing too friendly, but it's because we're all very aware that this domino effect is going to happen. Also, I, we're making tons of money. This this is one of by this is by far the most friendly session we'd have. I think one part of that is because... Well, no, because even if Fritter... We, we, we were going to rope Fritter in eventually. Yeah, he was going to get in here. But It's the friendship huddle. It's certainly, It's just. I think it's just a fortunate or unfortunate, if you think that way, combination of uh, like societies and players. Of societies, players, blackmail, uh, missions coinciding. Some of the missions we've gotten are so hard, like secret missions are so almost impossible to get across without absolutely like getting in good with people. Like the one mission I had where I, lights, I had to make lights not do something. I was like, I need to fucking get good with lights for at least one mission so he'll listen to me. I know it's really unwieldy for a GM, but I have really enjoyed the games where we had just like just a fuck ton of players because I think that is really good for this style it of is, game. Those are those have been really fun. We have had I think eight player paranoia before. That was a nightmare, was, but it was very. It fun. was a true nightmare, but there was some really great stuff because because you can no make alliances many, and yeah, no matter how many alliances you make, you could not include everyone. You just actually, do it because actually, you're almost guaranteed to have someone on the opposite society, strict you, opposite society. You can you can if you're me and you're a crazy person, which is what I did. <laughs> well, it didn't work out in the end. <laughs> it worked out for me perfectly right up until the end. You died. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're getting way uh, off topic. I think you had a question. Yeah, I want to answer yeah. this question now. You Would you ever try running a paranoia campaign with players you didn't know, v- know very well? Ooh. Uh, tell them about how you... No. Play. Tell them how you bet... Is this guy going to pay you to run paranoia? Yeah, are you going to pay me? Uh, <laughs> um, he's a great... He, listen, he's great. Give him um, a lot of money. There are games that you could use to test the waters to see if the people in your group are shitters. And in fact... Yeah, the, next, um, the next part of this question is, do you have a way of vetting them first? And I, yes, there are, there are definitely... I would start, like... Before even running a tabletop game for someone, I would do... I actually learned this trick from someone else. Uh, just run some board games with them. Run some board games that have like complex rules that players have to learn. Diplomacy that they have to interact with other players and be able to, to, to haggle. Stuff that they might, they might argue about. Like maybe stuff, rules that aren't quite clear. Maybe stuff... Are you suggesting you know, run, Monopoly? Run an imperfect board game Ugh. and see what happens with these people. Don't play Monopoly. 
He's don't not play Monopoly. Monopoly. That's not, that, that's that's not a complex so, board game. Put them in complex. He's, he's, he's saying run a European board game. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think the ultimate uh, board game for this is Campaign for North Africa. I could not recommend it. No. <laughs> not that one. Let us know. Also, we actually play, play a lot of board games that I think would, would fall into this category. I think Catan is good for this. I think that... What's that game that we've been playing with the mechs? Scythe. Oh, Scythe? Scythe? Yeah. I think that would be really good for that kind of thing. I'm actually going to suggest... Um, a 5e is super easy. Anyone can get into 5e. Do some um, one-shots. Yeah, a, one a simple tabletop game also works for this, but um, I I I, th- I think board game is actually better um, for paranoia specifically because board games are quite adversarial. Mm-hmm. Um, I oh, think well, with are. the five E thing though, um, have them make their own character because you can tell a lot about a guy by what character they make if you give them free mm. reign to do anything. Well, I think that's hard if it's somebody's first game ever. Like they they need someone to hold their hand. Like it is not a friendly game to learn how to make a character by yourself. I mean, hell, uh, like sure, even five D and D is not good for that. You can still I, I, see I'm what they're going any for. Any kind of any kind of military game where you can make and break alliances as much as you want—that's what you should do to see if your players can play paranoia. Mm. Yeah, Time. and then I mean, you could just you could do some like one shot super zap paranoia campaign. Like, yeah, uh, you know, obviously one-shot, just like, hey, one shot paranoia, see what happens. Like, after, like, you right, board and, we'll, them and then, you, then you, you say, hey, what's this? That's you know, a good solution if do you don't up. trust your friends to be able to handle this kind of game. Because yeah. then, like, there is, there's pretty much no stress because you know your character's gonna die. You know everything's mm. gonna uh, like end. And you get to still experience the world of paranoia, but, like, it's silly and goofy. Yeah. Be up front, though. Some people get really mad, even if they die under, like, games where everyone's dying. Yeah. Yeah. Know your friends. And figure out who random people are, I guess. Figure out what they're doing. Don't play uh, with so randos. Here's, here's the very last question. This, this, this is, I'm not even sure if we're going to answer this one or not, but that's up to you guys, I think, mostly. Have you ever run or played in a paranoia campaign where a player's inability to handle stress ruined a mission or campaign or party cohesion? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, no, no, and, no further elaboration, but yes. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> the, the next part is I'd love to hear humorous anecdotes. They're not. They're humorous. not humorous. They're not humorous. <laughs> well, I mean, some stories out of it were very funny. Funny um, things happen sure, as a result so, of of meltdowns, but the meltdowns are not funny, and and they really like. So that. I mean, here are the situations like, where yeah, it's not the funny part. We could say like one of the situations where a meltdown basically happened, or that led to a big meltdown was was like forced, forced conversion. conversion. Into oh, yeah. a city by people who didn't know what they were doing to someone who didn't know what was going on and wasn't along for the ride. That that doesn't that didn't end well. Uh, that that and that that was a uh, Goss was Goss himself was very upset about that. Yeah, I, I think you know, that Goss allowed way too much to happen. Of the, of the three biggest meltdowns I've ever had in paranoia, two of three of them happened when I said, "Hmm, the players are discussing something amongst themselves. I think this would be a great time for me to go get a sandwich." <laughs> curse! The other curse, the sandwich curse. What? Uh, I, what I think what that if that you're is. running, if you're running paranoia, don't leave the table. Never leave it for even for one sandwiches. Second. Get a piss don't bottle. Do it. Get a shit bucket. There was there was the CD. They were that also, was a mess. So they like a lot of our meltdowns happen much later in games when things were already very. So like I, I think if you in the first game, when the like, stakes are high, when the stakes become high. Are you sure? People, lots of people can handle it if they die. Haha, ha, it's funny. But if you've been playing for several months and the stakes are high, you don't want to lose this thing. The the CD was like at the start of the game, though. I think that no, was it wasn't. Literal... It was pretty. No, that was, was pretty far into. That the was far in. Mission. Yeah. Was that far in? It was yeah. far in. We're talking about the the ultraviolet disc, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah the ultraviolet. Uh, the scenario was really funny. That was actually, I think, a season seven. Um, Th- that was or a like game a, game a mission seven. That was mission. not mission seven. I don't know if it was mission seven, but it was it was, no, it was, it was up there. Mission five or four or something. It was it was it was around. It was past the three mark, I think. So it was. I mean, that was a serious. That was a lot. I mean, there are some people that will take any slight to their character as a personal slight against them, and nobody likes being personally slighted. No, and then there's also just yeah, I mean, and that's something that like, like has to get has to be gotten past for paranoia. Like you can't be sensitive about someone betraying you in a game that is made for them to betray you like you have to be able to handle that yeah but yeah i mean and, and there's different types of meltdowns too because there's like there's the catastrophic like I'm, I'm going out and everyone's going out with me meltdown and there's like the uh i i can't make freaking handle this and then you know that can be you can walk back from those what do we count we count that as a meltdown that time i got kicked out of D. <laughs> that's a meltdown was that um, a meltdown 
Who got kicked out of D and D? Okay, I got so kicked out of D and D. Is this victory. one you is this one you do want to talk about? Sephiroth, holy shit! Let's talk about Sephiroth. You know what? Yeah, let's talk about Sephiroth. Uh, <laughs> I used to be really fucking bad at tabletop role playing. Uh, specifically, I was that guy that you know I listened to all those cool stories of like Old Man Henderson, and like, oh man, I'm gonna be like an antagonistic piece of shit because that's how you get those cool stories that get you on the Reddit front page. See, um, and this culminated in uh, we had a mission where I needed to escort like some shady guy to like some shady location. Yeah, he he and... had to convince the party to bring someone along, bring a shady so guy along. He did two them. things. He did two things that uh, fucking derailed any possibility that we took this seriously. One, he sort of portrayed it as his replacement character because his character was bad. His character was a strength. Wizard, no, basically. no, no, no. Um, we were having a person having a trial run, and I framed it as let's have a competition where we're going to take one of these guys on our party. One of them was the PC that we were escorting, and one of them was the well, guy yeah. that we were bringing as a trial person. Yeah. Oh, right. Without, without right. asking me, you're saying yeah. it or, or running it by me. Light said, I'm going to bring in an NPC, and we're going to see who does better, him or the NPC. Oh, and he shit, phrased it like it was a joke he came up with, and there was no. I could either I could do one of two things. I could not say anything, and the players would think, "Oh, Lights actually convinced Goss to do this joke," or I could say, "No, this is not a joke. Don't say that, Lights." And then immediately, all the players know that this is extremely plot important, and they try to figure out the mystery. <laughs> oh, and the second so thing I, I is either that... ruin Lights' game or let him continue to do it. I didn't know what to do. Right, so that's right. It's it different, different person, but it's still you know portrayed as. Well, the second so thing wait, is like this guy... a, I'm not. I'm not totally understanding this. I, I wasn't part of this. Show. Um. No, but like I wasn't I, like a part of this game, so I don't oh, totally okay. understand. Which means the audience probably doesn't either. So there was a PC and an NPC, and you were saying we're going to pick either the PC or the NPC. Basically, yeah. like, okay. So like, there there was a, a person who was joining the game, so we had a new PC, and in in his usual way, Lights was like, you know, this person's probably not going to be good enough. I bet we can have an NPC who does better than them. I'm going to bring an NPC on. Um, and this was after I secretly told him that he was going to have to bring an NPC on. So he made it sound like it was a joke NPC when it was actually plot important. Uh, okay, so and and you didn't know, like, you didn't want to ruin his life, but the PC thought that that was real. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had, like, perfectly phrased this in such a way that, like, nobody could take that NPC seriously, and it culminated with him being showing up, and he's like this guy with no tongue. He's covered in, like, satanic runes or whatever. <laughs> and Goss is like, this man is a very serious guy, and I just go, yeah, he's Sephiroth. <laughs> and immediately yeah, every single PC just starts going, oh, so it's here, Sephiroth. Here's the bigger problem, too, is that the the other, the PC, the PC that joined at the same time was, had a hopelessly edgy character. Like, hopelessly edgy. It did? Yeah, okay, you don't remember? Hi there, here's your content warning part two, in case you skip the intros that I do. Uh, just so you know, this is a part where we will be discussing something kind of spicy. It is about, as you no doubt can tell from context by now, a particularly edgy character who we had uh, in our game when we had someone join us for the first time. This particular character had sexual assault as part of their backstory, and we did not like that. We will now be discussing that, and uh, for obvious reasons, we will have to bring up the backstory that we don't like while we are discussing it. The discussion continues throughout pretty much the rest of the episode, so this is where you will have to stop if you would like to stop. And there you go, there's the content warning. Let us continue. Uh, yeah, okay, wait, you don't was, remember? Wait, was he? Was it the? Was, was, it, the, was it the sexual assault wizard? That was the, that was the rape wizard. You don't wait, remember that? You had a, we can't use that word. We are yeah. cutting that word. <laughs> yeah, it, that it was creepy. The character was, was really creepy. Yeah, it was Joe. Remember Joe? Oh my god! Wait, it we was... can't talk Joe. We hate Joe. No, yeah, we're not Joe wizard. This, on this, is this, public, this is a public conversation that people no, are going to hear. Joe can You can say this. You say, okay, so we had a player join. Fuck you, Joe. Well, let's, let's, call, let's just call him Joe, right? Let's just call him Joe. Let's just call this guy Joe. Joe, because that was his name. So Joe, not his name. It was his name. But, you know, he, he made a bad character with a bad backstory. You let a character you know have sexual assault as their backstory? Well, like, as the perpetrator? Until later. Oh no, 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 no. No, he no, I, got sexually no, no, assaulted no. by a wizard, and that's why he could cast Ray of Frost at will. Yeah, no, that's, that was part of his... Like, that's what... Like, he came into the game being able to cast a spell, and we were like, why can you cast that spell? And it's like, oh, he was I like, oh, I was raped? Yeah, I was raped by an ice yeah. wizard. Which, that you know, that warning sign. And so I know I... Are we allowed to tell that story? Are we allowed to tell that story? I need to stress that... No, we can't. We're not just making fun of a guy for having a bad character. He was a genuinely bad person, too. 
Well, which is why I don't feel bad at all about talking about any of this, but I, it's up to your discretion. Maybe Gaff. if you just like bleep out his name every every no. time we say it. I don't want to talk. I don't. I don't want the words rape wizard. I don't want any of that shit. I don't want any of that shit. I feel like if we're gonna talk about it, we can't use the word rape wizard. Yeah. Listen, there is a character. I can just say a guy. The guy making this episode. I can put a hundred trigger warnings. I'm going to say, listen, don't listen to this. This is truly awful. But we're going to talk about a terrible person. I feel like you just say you, can say you could say like trigger warning sexual assault mention we're not you know like that should be fine this is not someone funny. who runs with us I think the story is really funny but I also understand that it's hard to bring up in a way that's tactful yeah, yeah it's I'll, not I'll, I'll cut I'll because cut, he I'll, certainly I'll, didn't bring it up in a way that yeah, was yeah do like a do 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 hey we're I'll, about to I'll talk about things. something triggering it's a good example of like testing testing your yeah testing your you know it's test test your players before you put them in like like it's like, hey, what's your character's backstory? Like, give it to give give me your big character's backstory. And like I said, you can learn a lot about a guy by their backstory as a way for them to have a cool power. Uh, you should that should be the big red flag. Where you're like, hey, whoa, whoa. I like, feel like just in doing? general, if your if your character hinges on sexual assault yeah. anyway, in any way, and I mean that like if like, yeah. oh, if this was a traumatic thing that happened to them, it doesn't yeah. matter. That shouldn't exist in your game. If it does, whatever. But like, that's going to be like it's, like the person who needs that to tell their story is probably I, I not mean, like creative at the least i'm gonna tell you straight up that um if you are bringing that into the story you need to not be a white guy playing a woman character who has been sexually assaulted yeah you probably don't want to be doing that yeah be you know be tactful you know there's um there's lots of fun don't 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 depress everybody with with your edge backstory of you know there are things you can do that like like um, I I've I've had I've I entered games where the people were like, I need you to give me a list of like things I cannot even mention in this game. Yeah, and I mean like obviously that is the thing that people write almost every time. But like, if I guess if you're concerned that that might happen, that's a good that's a good move. Uh, we don't really well, do I, that, but we kind of have our lines. I, I guess because we're friends already. Like settled. yeah, um, I've actually got a story that's um, unrelated to anything, but I think it's a good story to include. Okay, um, yeah, is that I. Once ran a game called Numenera. Um, <laughs> Love Numenera. <laughs> that was it's a good not game. the one you're thinking of. This is a different group. This is not. Oh, no. this is not with you guys. Um, oh, and what? the reason why I didn't wind up running this with game with these people is because so Numenera oh. is a system where character creation is super yeah. simple. You pick a class, and there's like three classes, like Jack, Nano, and Glaive, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then you pick a power, and your power is something cool, like who can wield the lightning, who can who. Uh, Right. Uses flesh with steel. Who uh, fights with Nash, All those cool things. Fights with. Oh, that's yeah. Love fighting um, Nash. Yeah, and so I was about to run a game, and I told these four people to uh, give me their character sheets, and three of them have chosen their special power to be who murders. And I just looked at that, and I'm like, I cannot run this game with these people <laughs> because yeah. when you are given a list of like 40 powers with things like control gravity, control magnetism, and you pick I murder people, then I don't think you're going to be a good player. It's not going to be fun. Uh, yeah, but to bring it, well, I mean, do we want to go back to the actual, uh, question that first started this, where we were talking about, uh, um, why we couldn't take Sephiroth seriously and why it eventually Colin didn't like to get kicked out of the game? Yeah, you should probably finish that story. So, <laughs> so, Light's, no way to add portray- this, Light, yeah, Light's brought in the edgiest NPC, and it, it, it may have raised a lot of red flags for this NPC to be so needlessly edgy, but unfortunately, it was... Uh, a flag waved at the backdrop of f- a fucking bread brick wall that just was just pelted with tomatoes, so we literally <laughs> couldn't see anything. Uh, it culminated in story with like a really evil villain fulfilling his like evil god mission. And uh, what did happen? Like, what what did it actually do, Goss? It. I don't remember. Sorry. It like, it, it like he he had to he had to like go to some secret altar and McDie to release that evil. And it, thing. Yeah. Anyway, he, he released evil power in a one of the other characters' home cities, mine, I think. And I don't know. I'm pretty sure. It was, yeah, it was the port city. That was that big port yeah. city. And. It raised a lot of contention when we find out that was a real thing that we were really supposed to pay attention to and really deal with. Yeah. Rather than funny joke NPC, let's move on with our lives. I need to point out that like the way I handled it was like perfect if the only thing you ever learned about is Old Man Henderson. Um, yeah. Absolutely terrible if you want to play a game with other people. Yeah. 
Don't be yeah, old man. Just Henderson. don't don't play the bear and the bear PC. You know, like the bear yeah, character. Um, get, get tell like if you are playing with new people, drag them aside and say, "Hey, you know all the stories that you read on Reddit. Um, the only one that's good is the gazebo one. All the other ones are terrible. <laughs> don't play those. Yeah, they'll they'll come naturally. They will. Like the the good stuff will happen. Yeah, like to you we if have you lots of funny stories that aren't trying to like agitate the other players. I think. Yeah. Oh, there is a secret question. I lied. No, oh, it's okay. a secret question. Uh, for those of you who play Final Fantasy fourteen, are are any of you in the Goon FC? <laughs> Lights? No, you... um, no, I I'm not in any FC. No, um, I'm on Gilded. I mean, Lights is in the Goons from time to time, but not in F- not in Final Fantasy. Um, I was in the Goon Guild for uh, Classic World of Warcraft until all of Blizzard turned out to be filled with rapists. Yeah, and um, then I stopped playing World of Warcraft actually like, stop playing like i have been like not playing in air quotes for a long time but like that was finally his, the thing that's got his one year chip now yeah it's so impressive honestly he, he kept, it is he it was like like it. real addiction hours. it was really upsetting to be fair like the live version of the game is like so embarrassingly bad that i could discuss it for like an hour that's like, for that's for whoa that's for the premium podcast that's, they, they that's can't give it to for, that's, yeah that's oh yeah that's you have to subscribe to the patreon to get access to that premium content yeah actually if you want to really make money you have to subscribe for me to not go into it <laughs> do we want to leave do you want to leave the listeners with a message for the long drought of content do you want to give them okay a... all right here uh i want all you listeners during the content drought to uh go get an emulator and play haze the fps <laughs> Nobody Sub- remembers Haze Kyle. Subscribe to our Patreon. Nobody remembers Haze Kyle. Nobody will ever want, remember Haze. I want that left in. I want them. I want them to play Haze. My favorite <laughs> FPS. My favorite FPS. Hey. Better than Singularity. Oh God, right. I do love Singularity. I think we're done now. No, yeah, I think we done. all got to show our favorite games. I'm sorry. If we're bringing up Haze, then it's over. Thank you for listening to more than 80 hours of Paranoia. Fight together or die a clone. And I'll be back with uh, some amount. It could be a couple hours or maybe another 20, 30, 40, depending on how long this campaign goes. But either way, regardless of when this campaign ends, I still intend to continue doing some sort of content after that, and I hope to see you there whenever and whatever that is. I will speak to you again on the 5th of March.